Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I of course cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. Um, all right, let's move to 14. Let's, I think we were, I was going to take a break, but let's just finish up. There's only 22 mm-hmm. articles, so That's why don't correct. we just go through. Um, so article 14, community preservation. Right. And, and this is the a CPC. breakdown of the CPC yeah. by dollar amount. Okay. There are um, four, 15 projects. And uh, in the past, the moderator um Go through line by line? Go line by line to talk about the projects. Sometimes they have the proponents up to do a video. Oh, okay. I mean, generally speaking, the first four are annual articles. Okay. uh, Items one, two, three, and four. That's the annual reserves. Okay. They're 10% for historic, uh, 10% for open space recreation, and 10% for affordable housing. And then it's 5% for administrative expenses of the Community Preservation Committee. So those are ones you'd see annually. Okay. And then the five through the remaining are um, basically specific appropriations. Okay. So veteran, five, veteran. five through 15 are specific projects. Okay. Right. So there's things like um, uh, Bob had mentioned, Veterans Memorial Park and South yeah. River Improvements. So they're financing a small uh, grant there, 35000 towards a larger project. I'm, I'm a little involved in that project as a town administrator, looking to make improvements to the dam that's there, uh, make improvements mm-hmm. to the fish ladder, make improvements to the uh, lagoon itself. And um, it's a project that will take uh, multiple years um, and it involves different water sources. So. Okay. How about uh, what's phase two of the Harbor Walk? Is that... The Harbor Walk is an extension 
uh, down uh, on Caswell Street yeah. all the way to From Peter Igo to Peter, Ga Peter Igo over uh, the dike over the dike yeah uh, down to just past the former Green Harbor Marina I thought it was complete is it not complete what no that segment's not hasn't been so oh that's right over to that. the marina that one's Correct. Not complete. And this okay. will allow families to walk yeah that'll be carriages and that'll be nice it's certainly wide enough there yes. to get yeah. yeah that'll be nice sometimes I run down there and take your life in your hands when you're right. going across that stretch okay um, Wrexham Terrace Boardwalk. So those are those are putting out the Moby mats. So oh, those little blue, those blue things. Right are, yeah, yeah. I like those. Over the dune. Those yeah. are cool. Okay, I like. So have we already purchased them, or they need to be purchased? They need that's to be purchased. Of them. That's correct. Because they already have one at some of the Hearst beaches do Beach, have right, them. Green that's Harbor. correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. Ball fields and playground. Do we know specifics on what ball fields and playgrounds, or is that? Well, don't, not aware of that. Okay. Not aware of it. it I want to say one of the Even in the explanations, it says okay. town-owned ball fields and playgrounds. Okay. All right. Well, that's great. Um, beach more Moby Mats. Yep. Oh, that's the Moby Mats. Okay, that's, that's another one. Um, 199,000 recreational trails. Yeah, upgrades the, and repairs to the trails. The, the town has done a lot of work on the trails in the last several years. It's have, really nice. You know, we have all this yeah. beautiful land. Yep. The trails committee wants uh, families to be able to go out and enjoy the natural vista, get out there and yeah. walk. So it, re it requires, you know, annual cutbacks approved by conservation. So is that what planning. it is, like landscaping type stuff? Landscaping, or is it signage, or? benches, yeah. all of that, yes. Those little dog poo things yep. probably. And, and you yep. see the nice kiosk that will have a map yeah. and the trails are all yep. uh, color-coded. Yep, yep. I heard about the Kia. Are, are those all built now and placed? All their the trees <laughs> are in place. They just need the content. They need the maps and stuff yeah. like that. And Bill Grafton, who's the conservation administrator, works with the Trails Committee. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, here's the play. I, I knew one of the schools was. I thought Two, one of the schools actually, was yep. getting yeah, a playground. One, Amesway is a new playground, yeah. and South River is ADA yeah. uh, okay. improvements. Okay, that's great. Um, and the last one is housing coordinator salary. Salary. Yep. Okay. And that's low because he gets paid more than that, but um, there was some excess funds there, so they only need to request a small amount to okay. cover the salary this time. Okay. Um, all right, let's move to well, what number are we on? 15. 15. Now we're getting into private petition articles. Okay. So and sorry, I lost my page for the. So 40, 15 is. Page 40. Oh, a dog waste article. Okay. So uh, the gentleman whose name is here is actually not the person that advanced both okay. 15 and 16. Okay. What had happened is in order to get private petition articles, you have to go out and get signatures. You mm -hmm. get the signatures. They get certified by the clerk. He just happened to be First the person that signed on line one. Oh. So they put him down historically. Okay. That's where the petitioner would sign. Uh, and so he's down. So. Uh, um, so, so this will be presented by someone else at town meeting. Fifteen, possibly, and, six, 15 and if no one shows, then it gets bypassed. Oh, okay. But this is on just that. Uh, we talked a lot about dogs and parks, <laughs> and this is about picking up. Uh, this is sort of the picking up after your dog, being a responsible dog. Which owner. makes perfect sense. I'm yes. a dog owner, and I practice yeah. being a responsible dog owner yeah. and picking up. But is there? What does the town think regarding enforcement? Well, of it? this I mean, is, is the, that is the problem. It's yeah. unrealistic. Who's yeah. gonna? Are we gonna send the police out every time right. a dog poops and right. uh, you know someone doesn't do the right thing and pick up after? The police them, so. would actually probably need to observe the. Uh, act the act in yeah. order to make it enforceable. Right, you can't, be very you can't get a call and just say my neighbor didn't pick up after their right. dog. Police would probably have to be able to prove that. It's, yeah. like, it's a great right. question on 
Right. Well, I mean, it's certainly uh, something that we would want people to do, but yeah. uh, our ability to enforce it, it could be very difficult. Right. You know, it's unfair to the police officers to have to go out and, you know, it's hard because it doesn't really define everything. And then uh, you have a lot of complaints from folks uh, at the beach in the summer yeah. with dogs running free. Yeah. Now, Marshfield's a leashed community. All dogs are supposed to be under your control at all times. It'll time. be easier to enforce. Right. <laughs> Right. And then it would be. So So let's like have a bigger picture conversation. So if this article passes at town meeting, how does the town address that? Like, you know, you recognize the fact that it's unenforceable. Like what 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 does the police department do? Well, if I mean that's I mean, I'm I'm gonna from a legal standpoint I'm gonna yield to to town council. Obviously if the police saw it and it passed, they could enforce it. Okay. But again, we give our police officers the discretion to enforce what they can so that we're not wasting our resources. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then 16, will the voters vote to ban the sale of alcoholic beverages in containers? This is These are the little nips. nips. 200 milliliters and smaller to reduce uh, I'm, litter. I'm not sure what the size of a nip is. I think I was told by 50 someone. Milliliters? Yeah, I think the 200 milliliters is the uh, larger size. Or pint. Right. Almost. Yeah, because yeah, nips are like the little plastic. You get it. Right. So people want to know what nips are. It's what the airline serves the alcohol in when you it's order like one alcohol. shot of alcohol. It's one shot of alcohol, yeah. correct. Which is less than 200 milliliters. So this right. is voting. This is a vote to ban a liter larger. or less. 200, 200 This would ban everything actions. 200 milliliters and, and smaller. Small. So it would catch nips, nips, but all the way up to, I don't know what that bottle looks like. It's probably more of a square. Well, what's a bottle? What's a bottle of wine now? A uh, bottle of wine be... is it seven hundred and fifty milliliters? Seven fifty. Okay, yeah. so we're talking about significantly less than that, yes. like those the individual of wine. The larger ones bottles, I think, yeah. seven hundred and fifty. Okay, so we're we're really talking, yeah, about, we're talking about small about individual serving. Pints and pints. Um, do we know what did the advisory board chime in on this one? Uh, I, I don't remember how they voted. Okay. Uh, I can imagine that the liquor store owners are going right. to say no because if somebody's intending to buy those things, they'll buy them somewhere else. They'll buy them somewhere else. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Again, a laudable thought that we don't want people littering. Maybe. Which makes perfect sense. But, like, I'll use myself as, a, as an example. If I want to have a glass of wine, I have, like, a glass of wine. I don't have a bottle of wine. So right. I will occasionally buy like that four pack of the small individual little bottles of wine so that I'm not being wasteful. Right. Well, I guess in a different way, you know, wasteful because it's more packaging material, mm -hmm. but I do recycle them. Mm -hmm. um, yes, yeah, so good. that'll We're be happy an, to hear that you recycle. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting, that'll be an interesting that'll be an one interesting, time meeting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay, and 17 okay, is... Okay, 17 and 18, uh, more than likely, the moderator will group together. Okay. And these both deal with uh, aggregate and aggregation of electricity for uh, small businesses and homeowners. And what that is, there was a law passed uh, a few years ago which allows you to, uh, if the community adopts to participate, you get electricity that was manufactured with green technology. Okay. Now, sometimes the cost of the electricity, when this first came out three or four years ago, the, there was a significant increase in the cost. There isn't a significant increase in the cost now, you know, maybe a, a penny or two difference in the cost, but this would allow homeowners um, who were concerned about the environment to be able to uh, purchase greener manufactured electricity. Now, the, the, the downside of this um, is that 
the legislation was designed with an all-in. So you're, you're, everyone's in. And the only way you get out if you don't want to participate is you have to fill out a little card, and you mail that card back, and they take you out of the program. Okay. Um, so uh, this is sort of a uh, you know, good-for-the-environment kind of thing, but it's up to the individuals if they want to participate. If it passed the town meeting, um, everybody's in. Um, the entire would, town? Yeah. So. And you would have to do a card to opt out. Back, so back me up a second. So I, I get my electricity from my Eversource or something? Is Correct. it Eversource or NSTAR or I'm not? Eversource. Eversource. Yep. So is there another. So you'd buy from another provider. Another provider that would provide electricity using it's their greener. own solar panels or whatever. Right. It's okay. green electricity. Correct. So if this passes, the entire town is participating, is, is switching from Eversource to another provider? Correct. It does the aggregate green electricity. Could be through an energy broker that represents right. another power company. Right. I mean, this seems like one extreme to the other. Is there any, like... Is, is it's a private to, petition article, yeah. so you mean so, uh, yeah. you know, they came and they explained the the uh, the uh, young women who this advanced this with the, the paper bag. They did the plastic yeah. bag right. the, last year, and they're yeah. doing this initiative now. Boston just adopted this. They're okay. one of the bigger cities that adopted the aggregate electricity to go green and reduce their carbon footprint okay. by electricity that's greener. Uh, you know, in theory, it sounds good. The difference in the price isn't overwhelming. Like it was when it first came out, it's a few pennies, maybe, but you have to wait and see till they go out to market and do it. And hmm. then folks need to remember that there's, it's a all opt-in, so if you don't want to participate, you have to handwrite a card to opt out. Most uh, uh, pieces of legislation, you have to actually opt in. Not right. opt out. So right. this is the opposite. This brings everyone in. So could and you have to opt out? Forgetting about this article for a moment, if I wanted to move, switch my electricity to a greener solution, could I? Do I have the ability to do that now? I should yes, know the answer to that. I could yeah. just contact another energy. Yeah, actually, provider. actually, Eversource does provide greener electricity. You have to call them and sign up for their program. Okay. So are we anticipating a representative from Eversource at town meeting? Mm, to, I doubt I, it. Yeah. Um, this has been there, adopted in a number of communities. Rockland has it. Yeah. I mean, doesn't Eversource stand to lose a, a lot of business? They get money through the transmission of the electricity through the lines. So they still have the same, so it's still the so same they're still making, so they still are going to make money on it. Right. It's just about buying electricity. Remember, it's, yeah. where the, it's how the electricity is produced using greener technology. I would assume I'm not an the, expert. The, the town coal. groups together and acts oh. as right. a collective purchaser for electricity right. oh. in order to maximize the rate uh, Minimize the cost for people. Get, yep. Uh, and pass discounts right. to the residents. Okay. I mean, as a, as a town, as a whole, I we buy. So when I first got here 17 months ago, I signed the contract with Great Western to buy electricity for general government and schools. Great Western went belly up, and we were paying 0.096 per kilowatt. Okay. They went belly up. We had to go back out to the market um, six weeks ago. And we got a new company, and we're actually paying less. We're paying 0.093 okay. point kilowatt, and that's to buy electricity, not necessarily green, but just electricity that's the best buy for the town. But I do participate in very active in green community, where we apply for green community grant. We are a green community, and we get money. We've been working on for the last two years. Um, changing over to LED lighting in a number of schools. We just did the fire station on South River Street. 
Um, I just put another application in for this grant round, and we're going to be doing uh, LED lighting at Town Hall. Um, we got into, I want to change the commercial fleet of uh, the cars that we use over to electric. electric. Oh, we have oh. an electric car. We yeah. have two electric charging stations, and we get this through green communities. What Does the town have an opinion on... Um, Homeowners by you know using their own solar panels. I don't know much about solar panels and the different options, but well, you can you can participate. You, you, yeah. Anyone can do it. There 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 uh, you know when I was a selectman, I Some brought tax in tax incentives to do it. There are right. tax incentives. Right. You have to have the roof has to face the right direction. Right. The roof has to have a certain type of construction. Um, things like that. I mean, the town we're looking at putting a uh, large uh, solar array field on the cap landfill. Oh. And that would uh, reduce our electrical costs significantly. So That's I'm working amazing. with our yep. energy committee. Cool. Our energy committee has actually stepped in and helped the proponents with of us? these two articles just better explain it to folks. Okay. Um, so our energy committee is very we do, active. We already do buy a lot of our power from yeah. the sol from the 20 acre solar farm on Claypit Road. Correct. Uh, on that was located on, a, yeah. on another cap landfill that was privately owned. Oh, right. goodness. I didn't know we had a solar farm on. And on Clay Pit Road. Yeah. I never yeah. drive. Like privately owned. 16 acres or 20 yeah. acres. Yeah. And we have a 20-year power purchase agreement yeah. where we buy all the power that's generated from that. Okay. I think we get credits. Yeah. Credits. Um, okay. Well, that is potentially an interesting one yeah. for a town meeting. Um, Article 19, establishment of PEG access and cable-related yeah. fund. So what, what this does with the... Uh, Change in the law. So 10 years ago, when we were renewing the contracts, the providers of cable wanted to get out of the studio business. We're sitting in Marshfield Cable oh, TV, okay. which was created by yep. the Board of Selectmen. I'm proud to say I was a selectman that voted to create oh, the nonprofit that. that did that. Cool. Um, and You're welcome, was, Jonathan. And it was to house uh, PEG access, which is public education and government channels. We have the three yep. channels. What this does now under the law is uh, it separates the funds. Before the funds used to go uh, directly to the town, then we would hand the checks over. Um, and then the town started sending the checks, the checks directly to cable. This will now create a fund in the general ledger account where the money will go into, and then we transfer that money uh, based on what MCTV needs. We okay. transfer that money to them. So 19 and 20 would be, uh, would be linked because 20 sets the limit of what the uh, the actual funding level should be in that particular account. So this is sort of a bookkeeping article, Correct. right? Because it's just the money was a little bit roundabout and now it's going to be... The money comes from the rate pays. It comes from, it comes from uh, a percentage. I think uh, under the, uh, the old rate, I think we were like 3.5%. Okay. All right. So it's sort of like an account, just an accounting mm -hmm. type article. Um, so that was 1920, right? Yes. So we're on 21, two more. Um, Article 21, conservation restriction. And I'll let Bob talk. This is a uh, petition article by a private citizen seeking to ask the town to accept a and be the holder of a conservation restriction on some residential land behind the Quirk Chrysler Jeep dealership. Okay. Um, this is being discussed with the Conservation Commission now. Uh, the Conservation Commission is at least willing to entertain it. Okay. This will authorize that if they so accept that. And um, So just looking for the land to be unbuildable? and Yeah, it'll, uh, it's a requirement of their condition of approval that they restrict their land and they haven't been able to find a trust that would uh, outside of the town to be able to 
uh, hold that restriction. So they've asked the commission, Conservation Commission, to be the holder of that restriction. And I think they are somewhat receptive to that, provided there's some stewardship funds paid to them to be able to manage it. Okay. So I, maybe I'm a little confused. So the Conservation Commission doesn't have the ability to just make that decision? It has no. to go to town meeting? They'll have to, they need town meeting approval to accept the restriction. Okay. All right. Article 22. What's 22? Well, this is so. Article 22, there is a, these are for nonprofits. So nonprofits are allowed, there's a process set up by the selectmen. Um, we advertise, these selectmen advertise, and people have to submit in January their request. We limit it to $1,000, and nonprofits fill out an application uh, through the selectmen's office. It's online. Mm -hmm. uh, they submit some of the financial documents of their organization. They submit a copy of their annual report. They uh, submit a copy uh, of their articles of organization. And then they tell you a little bit about, we ask, tell us a little bit about your organization, who do you serve, what percentage of the Marshfield population, mm -hmm. and uh, why you need the money, and what will you do with the money. So this particular person, uh, last year and this year, even though there's that process, um, he's insistent on uh, filing a separate article. So, okay. uh, But he's actually funded, when folks look at the ominous oh, yeah, budget on page 7, it says uh, in the annual budget ATM appropriations, and it lists senior tax relief fifty five thousand, um, and then they they have five nonprofits who put uh, applications in, um, and uh, they get a thousand each. Cliff Rogers Library, Grad Night Live, Health Imperative Inc., South Coastal County Legal, and South Shore Community Action. So uh, even though. Uh, you and know, this is so short community action. He puts this in in case the budgetary article is amended to exclude it. And okay. He's got his own article. He's got a backup. And he has a right to submit an article as a resident. Because he, gets the, he gets the signatures, that's correct. Okay. It's been typically passed over once the funding is in correct place. It, once, this, once the budget is moved. approved, it'll you're be. going to get it twice. Okay. Okay. We have made it to the end. Excellent. Um, all right, we will, I guess, wrap up. So um, thank you very much to Mike Moresco, our town administrator, to Bob Galvin, our town council, um, that we just went through the articles of the special in the annual town meeting in Marshfield. And town meeting, I hope to see you all there Monday, April 22nd, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, I'm Alyssa McNamara-Reed. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Um, I apologize that we couldn't take questions. We did pre-record. Um, but we're hoping to air this a couple times before town meeting, so get the information out. Um, and I will see you gentlemen at town meeting after yes, you will. vacation. Um, I know it's a busy time of year for you guys, so I will see you there. Thank you again for your time this morning. Thank you. Happy to participate. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye-bye.